Foster. And if you've been following us on Instagram or our podcast, you know that we've been going through a series titled, Lord, Teach Us to Pray. And this past Sunday, Andrew in the message led us through a time of imaginative prayer. And we know that this is something that might be new to a lot of people. So we wanted to create this one-off podcast that you could reference in your own personal time of prayer um, to guide yourself through this practice of imaginative prayer. So um, our hope is that you would come back and visit this in your own quiet time. And Andrew is going to just lead us through exactly what he did on Sunday um, and kind of teach us how to do this. So take it away. Amazing. Thank you, Lauren. So what I want you to do is just slow down your mind and your body by closing your eyes, opening your hands, and taking in a nice, deep breath. And as you breathe in, I want you to remember that the scripture says that the Spirit of God is like the Ruach or the breath, the energy, the wind of God. So as your lungs fill with air, Your spirit is filled with the life that comes from God's presence. And as you're alone in the presence of God, it's very common for many of us to have anxiety rushing to the surface. I don't want you to judge that or condemn yourself. All I want you to do for right now is to just notice it. And then remember that Jesus says to be anxious for nothing. But in every situation, with prayer and thanksgiving, make your request known to God. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And as you breathe in and as you breathe out, you might notice even some more anxiety or even cynicism about these kinds of scriptures. Cynicism is something that many of us feel. So as you lean in and continue to pray, I want you to just notice that the the root of that cynicism is unbelief. Maybe you're writing Jesus off as being idealistic or that his promises may be true in one sense, but they're not true for you and your real life experience right now. I want you to just name that as unbelief and in the presence of God now, just release it to him. And then I want you to just imagine in your mind's eye, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, which says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Just go with that picture and go with that imagery. And as you imagine yourself coming into God's throne room, this is where you belong. You're a child, you're a daughter, you're a son of God. And you notice that the throne of God is just radiant. It's filled with light. It's majestic. You might even call to mind or bring to your mind's eye the imagery of the angels who encircle God's throne. And they're singing worship. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. You may notice on the right hand of God's throne is Jesus, and he's seated there. And his hands and his feet are still scarred from the cross. But you notice in his countenance, 
both power, authority, and also his love. You see that Jesus is not overwhelmed. He's not freaked out. He's seated, meaning that the work is finished and that his victory has been won. I want you to also notice and imagine the Holy Spirit around you interceding for you. The language of Romans 8 with groanings too deep for words. He's expressing to the Father the things that you need, the things you know you need, and the things you may not even be present to that you need. The things that you can't fully even express in your English words. Holy Spirit is there. Now be reminded of what Isaiah says, that heaven is God's throne and the earth is his footstool. Again, this denotes God's authority over everything. Meaning that whatever you're going through in life, it could be um, a relationship that you're in or a sin that you feel enslaved to or um, a mental health crisis of some kind, whatever the case, one day all things will be under God's perfect reign and everything will be as it should be. Remember Revelation 21 it says that there is a river of life flowing out of the throne of God. And I want you to just imagine and picture this in your mind's eye. As you see a river raging from God's throne, notice how it brings new life and sacred beauty to places that used to be destitute and dry. Just notice everything begin to flourish. And now I just want to encourage you to imagine yourself approaching God's throne. Remember, the scripture says you can approach his throne of grace with boldness to find mercy and grace in time of need. So just see yourself traveling inward towards the throne of God, coming close. In Christ, you have full access to the throne. And it's a throne of grace, meaning it's filled with God's beautiful gifts and his favor. Ephesians 2 says, in heaven where God's throne is, there is an inexhaustible treasury of God's grace. Meaning that there is no end to God's uh, goodness and his gifts towards you. And I just want you to embrace that or notice that and come close to God and those beautiful things that he wants to give. just notice as you sit here and you imagine that how this begins to become more real to you you might even see God lavishing you with gifts and now I just want you to consider your identity before God that in the world you might have received many negative identity labels about yourself you're unlovable, that you're unworthy of love, that you've messed up one too many times and you're a lost cause. Surprising the many lies that we believe about ourselves. In God's presence, I want you to notice that those things are not true. 
and notice instead the great love that God has for you. Notice the passion and intensity in his gaze and embrace the reality that you are God's daughter or that you are God's son. You're his child. And finally, I want you to just consider this final line so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So now the things that are heavy to you, the burdens that you've been carrying, maybe it's those anxious thoughts that we referenced earlier. I want you to just notice how they begin to feel lighter when you're with the Lord. When you focus in on him, and I encourage you to just release those things to him. In the language of 1 Peter 5, cast all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Essentially what you're saying is, God, I don't want to carry this anymore. I need you. And now just find yourself there with God, receiving his perfect peace. This may be something that you need to repeat and repeat often because your mind tends to wander. That's normal. It's okay. Come back to center. Make sure that your hands are empty of any of the lies or the burdens that you might be tempted to carry. As you find your hands empty, receive the peace the hope that comes from Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. Grace and peace.